Hello and welcome to the Ascendacast. This is John Sanchez. It's your boy Shiloh. Matt. And we got our special guest today. Would you like to introduce yourself? And it's your boy, Mr. Smooth, real name Anthony. There we go. So, this is Shiloh. This is your protege. This is, if, if, if God created a man that was like me, but as a Caucasian, nice, slender man, it is Mr. Smooth right here. And the reason why I say this, everyone, is because our personalities, funny enough, even our storytelling, yeah. <laughs> it's scary identical. It really is. <laughs> Mainly because we don't think before we speak. Nope. <laughs> this, this is <laughs> so yes, this is this is one of our gym bros. This is one of the guys that John and I, especially, you know, as, as as we've been working out, that this is one of our lights, man. This guy is hilarious. It's been a fun time since we've known you, my man. So let's yeah. go ahead and tell everybody a little bit about yourself, man. So, as you already know, uh, I'm Mr. Smooth. That, that's my nickname, actual name, Anthony. And I guess I'll, I'll start my story that I have a, 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 a learning uh, disability, which is called uh, auditory processing, which uh, means that when someone says something to me, it probably won't hit me uh, 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 right away. It, it will take me some time to uh, uh, learn it or... Sometimes it could be uh, you saying A, and I might be thinking uh, uh, thinking B, so I might be thinking the total opposite of what you're actually saying. So um, in those cases, I would I would usually say, uh, "What do you mean by that?" and ask them for a a, a visual uh, a, a description of what they actually mean, so I know what they're actually talking about. Okay, so you're kind of like the classic example of like. What I'm saying isn't what like you're receiving. Sometimes. Yeah. Okay. So that's interesting. So uh, did you kind of deal with that like your whole entire like life, it's, like from childhood, or like it's something that you found out later? Well, personally, me, I I, I didn't find out until uh, middle school, but I actually did have it for my whole entire life. But the only reason why I said I found out middle school is because back when I was uh, little, I didn't know I had a learning uh, disability until my parents told me. Uh, uh, about it. Okay. Yeah. So you were kind of before just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. She's going through life. Yeah. You know? yeah. Don't mind me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Like I said, and that's uh, what's cool about that. And I think it's it's great for people to interact with you and learn from you because I think you're like a learning lesson for some people. It's like, because a lot of people don't realize like what you say isn't actually the way people interpret it. And like for you, like that's like literally figuratively. Like sometimes, like what I will say, you won't, the way I say it won't be how you how you understand it. So I think that's a great lesson for a lot of people, um, like with, working with you because I think it helps mm-hmm. them explain things better or learn how to communicate in some instances because not everything like we say is understood in the way that we're meant, we're trying to tell it. Yeah, because what do you say? Yeah, because you probably might say. Uh, well, at least back then, w- uh, when people say it's raining cats and dogs, I'll take it by its uh, uh, actual uh, uh, actual uh, meaning of raining cats, cats and, and dogs. dogs. Yeah. <laughs> but then, yeah, like, I don't see the cats and dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking around, you're just like, everybody's been lying to me. Yeah. This is just yeah. rain. <laughs> yeah, so when it's 
something like that, that that's a bit uh, uh, harder for me to understand until someone explains it for me, then it gets easier throughout my lifetime. Okay. Ah. Yeah, because I'll take it by its mm-hmm. uh, uh, literal meaning because I take yeah. stuff kind of uh, 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 li- literally. Hmm. And that can be kind of difficult because, like, I feel like, especially in, like, our, like, culture, we use, like, so many little, like, figurative, like, figurative speech things. So, like, yeah. in school or just, like, being in social settings, like, someone could say something and, like, for you, it's like, okay, I'm taking it figuratively, like, this is what they mean, so. Yeah, sometimes it'll be that way and yeah, I could be taken in the, the wrong way and I, I might be saying something wrong and sometimes... It does get me in, in, in trouble sometimes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then, and during those times, I, I'm wondering why am I in trouble? Because I was like, I'm just saying the exact same thing what you just said, but yeah. I don't. Uh, at least what I, I think what I know what it means, but it's not what it really means. Okay, that's interesting then. Uh yes, yeah, so, so like so like sarcasm and like stuff like that. When when people are joking with you, sometimes it's a little bit harder for you because you don't know if, if that's a joke or not, right? Yeah, especially with uh, uh, new people that uh, I meet, it's uh, that's when it gets the hardest for me. Because when I first met you guys, it, <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say I'm a I'm so sarcastic, so I'm a <laughs> difficult person yeah. that probably was to get along with. Yeah, because once I first get to uh, know a person, then I'll get to know when they're playing and, and when they're not playing around. Yeah. Yeah, I'm playing around like 90% yeah. of the time, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry if I uh, did anything where you interpreted the wrong way. But, yeah, 90% of the time, I'm messing around. Oh, no, you're good. All right, cool. Yeah. Good to know. Sensational. <laughs> so, let me ask you. <laughs> no, I'll talk about this later because we're, we're going to bring it up later. <laughs> Yeah, you won't bring it up later. Well, an example, I was going to ask him about Nocturnal, because I use a lot of figurative language <laughs> at Nocturnal, so, but we'll go talk about oh, that later. Yeah, there, was, like, <laughs> yeah, there, there was a lot of figurative language. Yeah, there was. Then he explained it to me at the gym of what actually meant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty interested in that. I, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. I didn't know a lot of things about that night. <laughs> it all started with the freaking uh, shysty. <laughs> it all started with the shysty. Actually, no, it all started with shadow boxing. <laughs> yeah, dude. Shadow, uh, shadow bo- boxing and figurative language before we left. Uh, oh, man. my God. Um, smooth. Let's go ahead and talk about You're a big baseball guy, huh? So, yeah. t- so talk to me about growing up. You know, sports with baseball because I believe that's when maybe the origin story of Mister yeah. Smooth might have been born, huh? Yeah, because we say I, I, I've been playing baseball. I always say ever since I, I came out, my mom because it's been so long. I like so that. I always say twenty-two years, but probably like for a good twenty years, maybe. And I've been playing, but yeah, I've been playing because my dad got me into it because you know. He he he, uh, uh, he played baseball. Then he also made me into a a, a uh, New York Yankees fan because oh. he, because he's actually born and raised out in uh, 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 New York before he actually came all, all the way out here to uh, 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 California. Met my mom. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, so. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. So yeah. that's where you say New York smooth comes out every once in a while. <laughs> that's Yankee smooth. <laughs> yeah. I, I only say that when I'm I'm kind of out and. In the L.A. area, because the L.A. area kind of gives me the the uh, uh, New York vibes, because 
the last time when I was out in New York, usually it doesn't change me, but since we were out there the last time for two weeks, it was actually changing me a, a, a little bit. Uh, I say I was, instead of being this really, really nice person, I was still a nice person, but I was getting a little bit more on the uh, uh, dominant side. And when I was over there, I, I had a tiny bit of a, a New York accent, but I can't get that back. But can't I can't get, get the New, New York side of me back, just not you the New York accent back. You got immersed into your homeland. Like, <laughs> so, that, so that's what it was. Yeah. Right when he touched down, his, his whole blood was just like, I'm home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so your dad uh, played baseball, Yankees man. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of like the main thing of like what drove baseball. Yeah. That's he, pretty cool. Yeah, he's the one that got me into it. Then I just fell in love with it and just played uh, baseball basically my whole entire life. Nice. Um, so with that, with like your disability, how did that go into playing baseball? Did it affect it at all? Honestly, I, th- I think it did, but I can't really re- remember. You don't ever feel like it did? Like it, it probably did, but you don't feel like it did. No, no actually, I do re- re- remember a couple times where uh, my coaches will be – saying something uh, 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 verbally, but I wouldn't understand what they actually meant until they actually uh, visually uh, told me what okay. w- uh, uh, what it actually was. So uh, like more once you saw it versus being told that you were like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So it really is auditorial then. Cause yeah, literally, that, that's like, what yeah. it is. Yeah. So literally like if you see something, you can understand it and be like, okay, yeah. no, this makes sense. But then if you hear it, you're kind of just like, wait, what? Like what's going on? Yeah. That's really, really interesting. Wow. What position did you play? Um, back when I was little, a little bit of everything, but when I got up to high school, I played uh, travel ball, still playing a little bit of everything, but then they narrowed me down just as a a, 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 a pitcher only. Oh, so wow. now I've been a pitcher for... Lefty or righty? A righty sidearm. Oh, sidearm? Yeah. Ooh, you're the sidearm. Okay. Yeah. Well, actually, there's a funny story about that. Every time I actually throw from that angle, <laughs> my mind thinks I'm throwing up here, actually, because that's what it feels like when I'm throwing right here, actually. Because every time my dad says, throw over the top, I'm always telling him I am, because it feels like I'm throwing up here, but in reality, I'm throwing right here. Oh, wow. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so there was times where they want me to change my arm angle all the way up here, uh, well, at least three quarters, and when I had to do that, I had to change my mind that I actually was throwing up here, but in reality, I was down right here three quarters still. I was oh, still lower wow. than what I was. Dang. Wow. So the natural, I mean, the, the sidearm part just came uh, natural. Nobody coached me to do That's really interesting. That that that, that part of it is just like, it's, it, it's a positive because sidearms are really, t- are really tar- tar- hard to come by, especially how, what was your fastest ball? I say on record. 83? Yeah. I say off record. I don't have no proof for it. I probably topped out at 85. That's good. If you're above, if you're in like in the, like the high 70s, that's mm-hmm. pretty solid for a sidearm. I mean, yeah. I mean, it depends on, on what level you're looking at. Yes and no. At high school? That's pretty uh, good. At, at high school, yeah, that, that's about uh, actually average. Yeah, at high school, if you're like, but if you're in the 80s, that's yeah. good. That's really, really good. If you're on a sidearm in the 80s, yeah. that's good. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm liking that, Mrs. Moment. Look, look at yeah. you. You're surprising me, brother. Look at that. Are there people hitting 90s in high school? Yeah, yeah. but that's straight. Like, that's a straight on. Oh, that's not sidearm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, who was it that we went with? Um, I can't think of his name. Uh, Lamprey. Luke Lamprey? Huh. Like, he was barely in the 90s. 
like mm-hmm. barely in the 90s and that was the sidearm okay and so, how much or how fast is uh does like mlb get up to like 100 101 102 yeah damn yeah, i did yeah. not know that yeah. yeah the average fastball up there is uh uh, 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 uh 95 now because yeah. back back in the early 2000s i think it was 90 92 and uh, that's when my uh, my uh, uh, pitching coach uh, Chad Zerby, uh, he actually played for the San Francisco Giants. Oh damn! Yeah, and he actually uh, he played for San Francisco Giants back when I think it was the 2001 World Series against the Angels or, or 2002. 2002. Was it? Uh, yeah, because <laughs> the only yeah. reason why I remember because that's the only World Series I think the Angels has. Yeah, <laughs> trust me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you want to tell me? <laughs> Yeah, but uh, when you see a video of him, he 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 got uh, uh, he he nails it down. He was doing pretty good because they had to take out the the starter at the beginning of the game and came in middle relief and pitch about I think like good three four innings and shut them down. Nothing scored on them. Sounds of angels. (laughs) Okay, so that's interesting. So uh, you're a sidearm, eighty five. Uh, what made you want to be a pitcher? Was that kind of just like where you were the best at? Or did you always uh, want to be a pitcher? No, because every time I was watching uh, uh, the uh, the major leaders, I always saw the pitcher, and I just end up loving pitching more than uh, anything. You know, I play outfield, infield, catching. Uh, 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 yeah, I did back when I was little. Yeah, but here's a, a funny story about me uh, pitching. My dad didn't really <laughs> want me to pitch. He he wanted me to be more of a of a position player, like yeah. a shortstop or outfielder. But for me, I mean, I liked it, but I didn't like it that much compared to uh, pitching. Then once I got up to my freshman year, and what do you say, that's when I went into uh, uh, travel ball. Then that's when the coaches saw me at, uh, as a pitcher, not uh, as a position player anymore. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. So how, how was your high school career? Um... Well, there's two different parts of my high school career. There's my travel ball and my uh, actual high school ball. Okay. I guess I'll start uh, my freshman year because my freshman year, I, I, uh, trying out for the uh, team, uh, I, the only experience I had was from a, 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 a Little League because I didn't have uh, travel ball experience back then because I tried out and I, I didn't uh, made it my freshman year. Then... I think it was a, a month or two later. That's when my dad uh, signed me up for this uh, tra- uh, travel ball team called uh, Phenom. And I saw a big difference in my uh, uh, playing skills. A, a lot better. Playing uh, travel ball? Yeah. I was getting a lot better throwing harder. And I was r- running a lot faster too because the stuff that they have you do at that level <laughs> was a lot of running. What does that look like as far as like – because like, we've had people like talk about AAU. Like uh, like basketball, like the, how that looks like, but like yeah. the travel ball. Obviously, you're still going to school. Yeah. So, yeah. what does a practice schedule look like, and how does like the, the season game schedule look like for you? And uh, normally, it would be Tuesdays, Thursdays. It would be uh, practice, and I think practice would start at five, I believe. I can't remember the exact time, but I think somewhere around there. But Tuesdays, Thursdays, and then the then once it hits the weekend, that's when we would have uh, 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 tournaments and. Then what do you say? Then that's when we would actually travel because the team I was with, we we would travel out to Arizona a lot and San Diego. Oh damn! Okay. Yeah. So every time we had a tournament, we would always have to travel to Arizona, almost every week. <laughs> Dang, like that? Yeah. 
because that's where all the the I say the big showcases and and all the you know, big tournaments are too. Is that like where they do like the spring training at Tempe? We actually get to be on the spring training field. That's where oh, we okay, play. Yeah. yeah, well, not, not on the actual spring training field, but on the practice spring training field. The only time when we would actually be on the spring training field, if it was the uh, championship. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. That's cool. So then, like, travel ball, you said, like, kind of really sharpened up your skills, got you, like, as a better a better overall player? Yeah, because when you say the, you know, the tra- travel ball thing, the coaches I had, uh, they did two things uh, w- with the the whole uh, 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 program. They would help you become a better player, but not only a better player, they would also be uh, hard on you on your uh, uh, school, even though um, uh, you say it's not really a school. Uh, they just want you to have good uh, grades because since they're trying to help you play college baseball, uh, they want you to have good grades. So every now and then they would say, uh, go write an essay uh, about something. I forgot what it was. It would be like a one-page paper. Bring it. And if you didn't, then we would be running polls at the end of practice. Oh, wow. Running polls? Yeah. That, that doesn't even sound from, brother. What's <laughs> running polls? Is it just like gassers or what? Like, no, no. Just... Where you just jog polls, the foul pole, the foul pole. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's what we call it, baseball yeah. polls. Oh, yeah. I was, yeah. Thinking, I was thinking of some different polls. I'm not bad. Yeah. <laughs> but what were you really thinking, Shiloh? He's talking about baseball. What are you thinking? Lord help me. Yeah. <laughs> you need Jesus. <laughs> but um, yeah, but they would also say uh, we also need to check your uh, grades. So like grade checks and stuff. Even though it's not a high school team, they would also say, okay, bring your grades. And if um. Let's say if you didn't have, if I remember right, I think C's or higher. If you, if they see, yeah. Oh, what do you say? They would say, all right, you can't come to practice until you bring this grade up. Oh, and I think they would also say that for tournaments that they weren't allowed to come until they bring up the grade. Wow. Because uh, uh, the coach uh, 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 did that to some of the kids, but luckily I wasn't one of them. That's good. <laughs> That's cool. I, I like that because it's a positive reinforcement of like, hey, you're not just an athlete. Like, make sure you're taking care of your grades, making sure you're taking your school. Because at the end of the day, like you said that you want to go play college ball. Yeah. You want to go and you know, to get to college, you have to have good grades. So I like that. Yeah, that, cool. that was the whole point uh, of that uh, uh, program. That was actually when I first joined that program. Uh, that was actually the first time I actually thought about um, college in general because when I was in high school, I didn't think about college at all because after high school, I was like, College, and I was like, Yeah, I don't want to do no more school. Not until uh, uh, I went to uh, the Phenom team, and then they started talking about college baseball and what that has. I was like, You know what? Now I actually want to uh, do college mainly just for college baseball, but you want to keep playing. So yeah, that was your like college was like the play. I'm like, I'm gonna, I want to keep playing. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so that, that's what actually uh, made me thinking about starting uh, uh, college was oh, baseball. Cool. Wow, yeah. that's really, really cool. So that was your travel ball career, with yeah. a sense like going and doing, like playing those tournaments every weekend, yeah. uh, going all over the place. And then high school, you said was after travel ball. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, for, well, for me, it was for other kids that made the team. No. No. Yeah. So was it a lot of kids that didn't make the team were playing travel ball, or was it like were there uh, so kids that were playing both, or how uh, was that? 
Well, yeah, if you were on the high school team, yeah, you could do both until uh, it was spring season. Then you can only do the the, the high school ball. Okay. That was it. Yeah, because for me, since I wasn't on the high school team yet, I was just doing uh, 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 travel ball the whole way through. Then I was doing it my sophomore year too. Tried out again, and I uh, still didn't make it for my first two years. Oh damn! Yeah. Right. Then that's when um, I started going to my uh, pitching coach Chad Zerbe, as I was talking about. Then my pitching was starting getting really good, and that's when I actually uh, hit uh, eighty three. He, oh, wow. he he was uh, uh, one of the main reasons because he helped me with my controlling and demand and and velocity and all that stuff. Dude, that is dope. So you were like a literally a straight persistence. You just kept mm-hmm. on working at your craft and working at your craft, and then you finally got your opportunity. Yeah, that's cool. I love that. Yeah, and actually that year uh, for my uh, 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 travel ball, uh, I was actually uh, uh, <clears throat> one of the best pitchers that we had on the team. Ooh, you a smooth operator, huh? You was you, you was getting that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy for you. So so your first two years of high school baseball did make it, but you said your third year, your your junior year, did you make it? Yeah, that, that's when I finally made it, but uh it's also because of the help of my pitching coach because in in, in high school ball, it's uh 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 politicals, basically the people that you know that's how you basically get in. Because once I brought up my pitching coach, uh, Chad Zerby, uh, uh, he knows a, a lot of people because I told the, the the high school coach that, and then that's how I made the team. Once I told him I'm uh, pitching with Chad Zerby, that's how I made the team. So was that more of like you just told them and they're like, okay, well, if you're working with him, like, cool. Uh, or was it like the day like watch you throw and be like, okay, we can see that you're working with him and you're looking a lot better? Uh, um, yeah, they they saw me throw because they saw how much uh, better I was. But I think it's because since I told them that I was pitching with Coach uh, uh, Chad, they they thought, all right, we'll take you now. Because mm-hmm. back uh, when I first tried out, I I didn't really have any good coaching. It was just literally interesting. Hmm. I like that. I mean, yeah, that's interesting. No, I just like the politics of it. Like that, t- it goes that far. Like of like, oh, like you just named up this guy, and all of a sudden you have a spot. Yeah, that's really really interesting. Did you end up? Did Did you end up playing your junior and senior year at all? No, my junior year, I I I, I did, but uh, I was uh, uh, injured when I first went in. I um <sighs> I got uh, tendonitis, I think, from my uh, bicep to elbow or something like that. Uh. Uh, yeah, but my senior year, I, I played uh, a lot more because I wasn't injured at all. Ah, so you was getting them. Do, do, do you have, like, a favorite game, Smooth? Was there ever a game that you remember, like, it was just a good game, whether you pitched good, y'all, you guys won a big game, you know? Like, was there ever a game in high school that you were like, I remember that game. That was a good game. Um... Well, at least not on my high school team. No, on my uh, travel ball team, yeah. Oh, let's talk about that. What were some games, man? So tell me about it. Yeah, because um, from my uh, junior year, coming off the, the uh, injury, since I wasn't pitching that much, I went into the summer to my travel ball team uh, again and started pitching for them. And that's when I actually started getting uh, better again because uh, with my uh, – uh, uh, um, you say, uh, 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 ERA. Mm-hmm. I had a zero ERA throughout my whole summer until the very last game. Uh, I think two kids scored on me. 
Oh, so you, you was killing the Kershaw. Uh, well, I, I I wasn't really a starter. I was more of a mid reliever. Oh, you're a reliever, okay. Or a uh, closer. That, okay. that was my position. Ooh, you're a closer. Yeah, between those two, they would put me in because my uh, my uh, coaches and travel ball. I, uh, my dad and I recognized that they would always put me in tough uh, situations where they would put me on bases loaded, <laughs> <laughs> and we probably would have an out maybe. Because I, I remember this uh, one time where my coach put me up. Um, I, I think it was a, a guy first and third or bases were loaded. I can't re- re- remember that part, but the part I remember was the the batter. Uh, um, he was already in the middle of account, and they took out the picture, so I had to deal with the uh, account that I was already behind on, 2-0. and oh. He already had two balls and no strikes on him. Oh, oh and, so they brought you in mid, uh, <laughs> yeah, mid, uh, uh, uh during his middle, that, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> that was the first time that actually happened to me. So I went up there, I was like, oh, okay, I don't care, I just got a pitch. <laughs> and that's what I did, and I went up there. The first pitch was a strike already, so it was already 2 1. And then I got up to a, a second strike, so I already made it to my favorite 2 2. Then uh, the third pitch I, I threw was a ball. Then the last pitch I threw. Uh, got us out of the damn inning. He hit a small blooper to short and tagged the runner at second. We were out the oh, inning. Oh, double play? Yeah, nice. because we had one out, so we got out the, the, the inning. Nice. So everyone was happy that they put me in because they were about to score on us, but nobody yeah. scored on me. So, oh. and that, that was during the year where I had the zero ERA, too. That's good. <laughs> so, so so you like this moment, then. Like, you like, like, you kind of just go into this moment, just like, all right. Yeah, be- pitch. yeah, because my travel ball coaches, they they kind of pr- uh, purposely uh, put us in those situations so we could get used to it. So the more times that they put me into it, I just, I guess, got more comfortable with the, the pressure that was there. Dang. Mr. Smooth. Mr. Smooth. Was that your travel ball name? Uh, well, yeah. Well, yeah, actually, t- yeah, tell me the origin story <laughs> about Mr. Smooth. Actually, yeah, about that, uh, it goes back to me wanting to play uh, college baseball. And my coach uh, noticed me back my uh, freshman year that I was growing facial hair already. And he said I needed to shave it. And I was like, all right. So I started shaving it weekly. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to make some, uh, uh, I'm going to have some fun with this. So I started shaving, then started making some videos and when I started making videos I honestly didn't think nobody was going to look at it because uh, I went into uh, school the next day shaved and it was I remember I think it was Valentine's Day and one of the guys came up to me saying hey and I was like dude your your video was funny and then I was like damn what video then I looked at it I was like oh that video (laughs) 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 because I totally forgot I posted (laughs) At all. That sounds like you. Yeah. That sounds exactly like you. <laughs> yeah. And then later on, I, I went into practice, started uh, practicing, and then at the uh, end of our travel ball practice, my coach called out my name, uh, Anthony, and I was like, oh, crap. I was like, did I do something wrong? So he told me to get up in front. I was like, I think I did something wrong. I don't know. <laughs> and, but I also totally forgot my coach follows me uh, on, on Instagram, too. <laughs> And I didn't think they actually saw my stuff until that practice. And they brought me up saying, hey, so 
now you're looking fresh because I, I started off with fresh because once I started doing the videos, that's when I started uh, coming up with the name of the days. Um, it all started out with Friday, which I had a name for uh, fresh Friday. <laughs> then I, 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 yeah, I have a name for every day of the week, which I'll, I'll go on to Saturday, which I call it smooth Saturday <laughs> and Sunday. Which kind of sounds wrong, but I couldn't think of any other S word besides this one, sexy Sunday. <laughs> Shout out with sexy Sundays. <laughs> like that one. Continue on. <laughs> and then for. That's Shadow's favorite day. And then for Mondays, I named it Manly Monday. And then for Tuesdays, I named it Tough Tuesday. And Wednesdays, I think, which are kind of my favorites, because I named it, I said, Woo! Honestly, how I, I came up with the uh, Wallahoo Wednesday uh, was uh, my uh, best friend, uh, Alan, and I, I think it was back in our eighth grade year, we were watching, back then they were called Vines, and I think the dude, well, again, with my learning disability, I think he was saying Wallawoop, but he was probably saying, saying something different. But that's when I came up with uh, with the word Wallawoop. <laughs> I was like, you know what? As I kind of liked it, so I used it. <laughs> he said, I can, whatever he said, Wallawoop. Is, <laughs> I'm going to be at a rave. I'm going to say Wallawoop now because of this. <laughs> and, and then for Thursdays, uh, I, I named him uh, Thick Thursdays. Thick Thursdays. Well, I, I, I'm liking Thursdays. <laughs> Yeah, and then I started uh, doing all these videos basically every Friday because I had to look fresh on a fresh Friday. And then uh, later on, I think it was my junior, maybe senior year. That's when I was like, you know what? Instead of these names, well, I still have the name of each day. I was like, you know what? I need a nickname for myself. And I always started coming up with some so many nicknames. The first one, I think it was, you know what, how about Smooth Spider? I went with that, I was like, uh, I wasn't really catching it. The only reason why it's a spider piece, my favorite uh, superhero is, I would say, Spider-Man. Hey, yeah, yeah I know. Mr. Symbiote. Yeah, Mr. Symbiote. Yeah, <laughs> and then after that, uh, the next nickname on my list was, you know what, how about Mr. Smooth? I was like, you know what, I like that. And then... Well, at least back in my senior year, nobody was really calling me Mr. Smooth back then. Not until I made, um, you know, playing college baseball for uh, uh, Mount Santa Hento College. And then uh, since there was uh, another Anthony on my team, I told uh, my teammates, I was like, you know what? You guys are just calling by my nickname, Mr. Smooth. And they said, yeah, I was like, we'll probably won't call you that. But I <laughs> <laughs> then I was like, They're like, we're not calling you that. <laughs> But then I also brought up saying, I was like, I, I also do have a YouTube channel and I didn't think that they were going to look at it, but it was only the uh, very next day, only one of my teammates actually searched up my YouTube channel, Mr. Smooth, and they saw it and they started sharing it around the team. And then that's when they all started calling me Smooth. Because well, he's the Smooth operator. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then from, from there, um, it slowly caught on to the coaches and the coaches also called me Smooth. So even on the, well, not not on the legit lineup, we would have a lineup on the side. They would actually put my name as Smooth 
instead of my actual name, Anthony. That's tight. I like that. That's tight. Yeah, so, so and you're a reliever? Yeah, middle re- re- Damn, reliever. Damn, closer. Bring in smooth. <laughs> Bring in smooth. <laughs> uh, I love that. So that's where that smooth, Mr. Smooth Origin rated from. Yeah, about five, six years from, uh, uh, five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. And then ever since that, uh, I'll go out to, um, well, I went out to my first uh, club with my uh, best friend, uh, Evan, uh, the the uh, 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 branding iron, and oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh my good old Wednesday night. Yeah, since it was free, it was college night. He said, "Come over." Uh, all the memories. I've seen you around. You probably saw him around. Yeah, and then I was meeting all of his friends, and since. Um, I was meeting a lot of uh, all of his friends um, since I told him, I was like, hey, since you know my boy Evan, I was like, you guys to call me smooth. And they all started calling me smooth, too, out of the baseball team. I was like, hey, this is catching on. Cool. <laughs> it is catching on. <laughs> it's a phenomenon. <laughs> <laughs> you look, what makes you happy about being called Mr. Smooth? You know, is there is there a certain thing that when you hear that, you just get happy? You're like, oh, like that's, yeah, that's me. Um, I, th- I think two things. The, the the I think the first one is what you said. Yeah, it's me. Makes me feel good. And uh, because what do you say? Uh, going back to high school, I uh, had some uh, stuff that uh, I, I went through with my um, teammates because I, I always got uh, 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 bullied back when I first made my uh, uh, team. Mm. And. Uh, well, they they would always call me by my actual name, but my last name, uh, uh, Torres, and then uh, that's uh, well, basically stuck with me for the uh, rest of my uh, high school baseball career, and then I started uh, uh, not liking actually being called by my name because they always did uh, uh, horrible stuff to me. Because it, was, it was like a negative like uh, perception of it, like it would just put you in a place of like a negative time. Yeah, because back then. Um, I was uh, going through that because uh, one of the things they did to me was, well, at least I, back then I thought I could trust them because back in your, back when I was in travel ball team, we were like uh, brothers, like family. So I thought I could trust them one day. Mm-hmm. It was the day before our, our last game, my uh, junior year. I invited them over to my house just to chill. And then uh, the very next day when I went to school, we say uh, one of my teammates told me, saying, "Hey, um, how was my uh, shampoo?" I was like, "What do you mean?" But he, uh, they said, well, "Wasn't it warm?" I was like, "I don't know. I was too tired." And then that's when they said, you know, "A couple of our teammates uh, pissed in uh, 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 my damn shampoo." Oh, and no. and when I say that, I didn't recognize piss coming out because back in those days, I was waking up at six thirty, and my eyes were weren't fully awake so I was still squirting and out putting all over well yeah head. like anyone no one really yeah, had to think about it yeah no one's gonna like open their shampoo and be like oh my shampoo's out there's gonna be like oh I'm gonna go through my routine and do it so mm-hmm. yeah like I, I wouldn't like if like yeah if I'm doing my shampoo I'm not gonna be thinking like there must be something in here <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah that would get anyone that's yeah that, that that's shitty though too so uh so with that did you 
Like, was it like a malicious, like, to where, like, because like, we played football, and I like, well, obviously there was lots of those when I was on our football team. Yeah. But I don't think it was ever like a, like an evil or malicious intent. Like, it was kind of like we'd all mess around with each other, but like, did they like have a big I think there's bat? a difference, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think there's a difference when it's like, uh, you, you're still included but being fucked with, but you're not being included but being fucked with. So it's like, how, how much are you truly included and how much are you being fucked with? Like, yeah. There's a ratio to that. There is, yeah. So it's like, it's like, uh, we, we, we know there's a certain people on the teams that like, people, like they were around. They bullied more than others. Yeah, yeah. they were just, uh, I, guess, uh, I guess you could say easier targets. Yeah. And, um, and it's never, and being an easier target is not the person's fault at all. It's just the people that are preying upon that. They take advantage of that, you know? So it's like one of those things where, um, yeah, we, we might fuck with each other, but it's like how, how like, you know, your, your intention is still different when you're fucking with that person. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, if I'm going to fuck with my homie, like, I probably wouldn't piss in this fucking shampoo. Nah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, I, I'm, thank God they didn't nut in that shit because I like that. That <laughs> I was thinking that they, they did that. Yeah. But you said warm, so I was like, okay, maybe yeah, so like it was just piss, and it, yeah. it was actually more than one person too. Uh, it, it was uh, <laughs> three. Yeah, three people that did it. Damn. So they're just being fucking cocksuckers at yeah. that point. Like, and slapdicks. Yeah, yeah. and um, I think you know it's just. I don't know. There's I, of, it goes back to I think it's a fine fucking line. Yeah, yes. I think because of who you are, yeah. and like that, I think like they just do as easy targets. So like, oh, let's go mess with him or, or fuck with yeah, him. Yeah, you're a nice fucking dude, bro. Yeah. Like you know, and like you're not gonna ever piss in no one's shampoo. Yeah, you're not that type of person. No. Yeah. You know, so it's easy for someone that's like that can that can uh, totally just um, not take into account of your actual feelings of a fucking human being. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Because you're not going to do anything to get back at him, probably. Like, no. I don't see you as that type of person from what I've... From what I've uh, no. Uh, actually, if anything, they actually just got uh, 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 suspended. Okay. Uh, that was it. Okay, so there was some... There was some uh, just, just, justice, you know... Yeah, not until the... On your end. The following semester, because since it was our last game, we weren't uh, hanging out uh, anymore. Because after your... your at least for uh, baseball... Mm. Uh, and back in high school, after your last game, you don't really have to show up to uh, the baseball class anymore. Uh, so, so you could just leave early for sixth period. After mm. your fifth, you could just leave. Mm. Yeah. I know. I remember this. So that was your junior year? Yeah. So how was the senior year? Did it get any better or was it worse? Mm, I'd say a, 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 little, a little bit of both because uh, I was playing with some of the uh, uh, newer teammates uh, that were – uh, more uh, 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 mature. Yeah. Yeah, because I I, I remember uh, back when I was in travel ball, I was basically the uh, uh, the best way I could put it. It's like the class clown. Yeah. <laughs> for them, which I I, uh, uh, I didn't mind because um, usually when a teammate's down, I would always try to go um, ch- uh, 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 ch- uh, ch- uh, cheer him up. Well, and it also depends on the uh, situation. Because some people, at least when they're on the mound, uh, you, uh, you either have to cheer them up. But uh, some other guys, if you piss them off, they do better. So <laughs> I would either cheer them up or uh, uh, piss them off, only to help the team. But like uh, piss them off, and, uh, not, not, not like going above in a healthy, like in a productive yeah. way. In a productive way, yeah. it's yeah. a healthy challenge. Yeah, you're, you're you're laying maybe some sort of like accountability on them, or you're laying some. 
some sort of like challenge towards them that you're going to make them up their game because of it. So you knew, you just knew how to connect with your teammates. Yeah, with my travel ball teammates. With your yeah. travel ball teammates, yeah. Yeah, yeah because in uh, that team, we all basically uh, love each other like brothers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's the connection I got. And I thought going into high school ball, it was going to be the same thing. And it was, what do you say, the total opposite. Yeah. Yeah, because wow. basically every time I went in there, I was always basically getting picked on almost every day. Yeah. And this is where I go to from a standpoint of like, I feel like that's more of like a leadership, a culture than it is necessarily. Because yeah. at the end of the day, you guys are a bunch of young teenagers, kids. You're going to mm-hmm. you're gonna act out. You're going to do things and start away from not being led. So like, what were the coaches doing or what were the coaches saying while this was going on? Like they kind of let it happen? Yeah, if if it wasn't happening in front of the coaches, yeah, because most of the stuff that was happening, it wasn't happening in front of the coaches. Mm. So they they were very they they chose when to do it. Like you yeah. know, when you guys did, yeah when you guys were on your own time doing you know maybe uh, like in the locker room or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the next year, my senior year, I say it got a little better, but also got worse because. Um, you wouldn't think of uh, uh, any human being to be thinking about this because uh, I think it was our first uh, away game during the season. And I decided to sleep on the bus for a good 15 minutes or like a pregame nap. And then during when I was uh, sleeping, one of the kids thought it was funny to light my hair on fire when I was sleeping. On the bus? Yeah. Light it on fire? Yeah, they lit what part of your hair, like the top of your head. Yeah, it was the the back, the, the back of my head. Yeah, because I I was um had my my forehead on the other seat, sleeping like that. Yeah, yeah. See, if you act like, see that um yeah, that's, yeah no, bro. That's, I, that's I need more. Yeah, that's, I need hands. That's like I would say like that was I, something that we would do like freshman year, and that was just because we were just. Some of the fucking like the worst kids, maybe. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, like the worst like a, kids, like, some the ones that like they shouldn't even be around. Exactly. About this, like freshman year, like you're yeah. 13, 14, 15 years old. Like I feel like senior year, like being like 17, 18 years old. Like if you're doing that type of stuff, like, yeah, yeah. There's there's something going no more one, there. There's actually a funny story because when back when I was a junior, it was I think all sophomores that did that to me, and then back when I was a senior. It was a sophomore that did that to me, too. Really? Yeah. So you guys just had younger kids that were just kind of goofing around. Yeah. But then that goes into my plan. What about the whole team, though? Like, everyone else was cool with it kind of deal? Like, did anyone else, like, did anyone else say, like, hey, man, don't fucking like this kid's hair on fire? Yeah, like, stick up for you? Like, Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, uh, my senior year, um, I was trying to find a way to tell uh, either my mom or dad or even the, the head coach. Because I, I was thinking about texting, but the dude... Uh, was uh, right behind me. He told me not to. And then back then, um, since I was on the favorite team, I was scared, so I didn't do nothing. But luckily, the team uh, uh, captain, um, he actually had my back, and he texted uh, the, the the head coach uh, that game. Because <clears throat> uh, after we got off the bus, uh, the head coach asked us, all right, so um, who, who let uh, fire on the bus? And I didn't think the the head coach knew until uh, at, at least the kid who, who actually lit my hair in fire, he actually stepped forward and manned up and said it was him at least. Mm-hmm. And then after that, the head coach came up to me saying, hey, Torres, are you good? I didn't know. He, he even knew I got my hair lit on fire. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so 
Yeah, usually every time when someone brings up high school, the only things I, I could uh, remember, usually the things uh, were... The negative side of it. Oh, well, that's really the, the only thing I, I can re remember besides my travel ball. That's really the only thing I can re remember. So mm -hmm. that's why I, I decided to change. Uh, uh, well, decided to be, uh, to have a nickname instead. Does it be Mr. Smooth? It's like, I don't want to say it's like a persona because essentially it is you, but like yeah. that's kind of like that separation it's from positive idea yeah exactly so. it's like a separation from that person that you were during that time that with all that negative stuff to kind of like okay like no this is who i want to be yeah because i'm not gonna lie i um while that stuff uh happened to me and when i uh, uh graduated uh from high school i wasn't really the the same person that my parents saw me anymore because they they knew what happened and I'm not gonna lie. I, uh, uh, if I can re remember right, I think I was uh, talking back to my parents and some some other stuff that that wasn't me, and they saw that. And the thing that actually really helped me, but took me some time to actually trust them because of the stuff that I went through in high school, was my college team. Yeah. So once I, I um, that's actually I think one of the main reasons why I went to Mount Santa Hento College. It's because I, uh, I knew no one from uh, Redlands was going to go there, and I just had to get out the, uh, the area because my dad did bring up about San Bernardino Valley College, but I, I didn't really want to go with it because I knew people from my high school was going to go with there. Mm -hmm. So uh, instead of going there, I went uh, t uh, towards Mount Santa Hensel College where it's in the Hemet area where no one in the Redlands area is going to go. Yeah, down the valley. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and you said... That was a fun time for you. Yeah, because Did they, you enjoy that time. Yeah, because they, they finally helped me got back to my uh, normal uh, self where I could actually start trusting them again. Like if they were like my brothers and stuff, then uh, 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 I start to see a difference in me playing uh, ball too. Because back when I was playing ball back in high school, I started to change just because of the way that they were uh, uh, treating yeah. me too. So no, but, I, I can understand that completely. hundred uh, yeah. percent. That's that's one of those things where like, well, I can't. Why am I going to play my best, or why am I going to try to do my best for people that don't even really care or treat me with the respect? It's like it's always that thing like you're going to go harder and play for the people that are for you, that treat you well. So, well, you know what? More power to you. Uh, I don't know. Like I guess I don't know whoever's listening to this, but for if it's someone's like in high school or someone's coming out of college like that, I mean, your story, what you just told us right now, it's a it's a big step. And being able to like come to terms with a lot of that stuff, so like a lot of respect for you for like overcoming that and turning it into a better situation for yourself. Yeah, and uh, I usually always say that I'm glad that I change my ways back to what I used to be, and now even better because I always say that there could have been a chance that I could have been someone else still and be a a the best way I could just describe it is a a villain, like mm -hmm. an asshole. Be it'll be really bitter. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, so I, I think the the best way I could describe it again is uh, like uh, Spider Man in the red and blue suit, and then going <laughs> to don't use that example. Yes, don't use that example. Do it. Do it. Okay. Because <laughs> no, because because he's gonna come to the gym tomorrow all dressed in black and be like, yeah, this is symbiote smooth smooth. What happened? <laughs> no, but it, it, it's like that. Have you ever watched yeah. uh, Spider-Man 3? Because you can see the, the symbiote stuff changing him into a, a darker person. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's an analogy, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, that's the best way I could describe it. And then 
And it just goes back to the boys I was playing with back in Juco, uh, MSJC. They uh, helped me get uh, out of that situation. I think they got your confidence back. Yeah. I think that's what it sounds like. I feel like because of all the stuff that was happening to you, your probably confidence level wasn't very high. And I think the fact that they kind of accepted you, brought you in, and treated you like you said, like that brotherhood, mm-hmm. that makes you want to play better. That makes you want to be better. So I think that's where you got your confidence back. Like the confidence that, that Mr. Smooth is, I think that's what would would have got you. Yeah, yeah. Because what do you see? Because I, I did told them about the story about what happened uh, about me uh, back in high school too. Yeah. So yeah, I could see that they were uh, helping me too. Yeah, I think anyone that has a good conscious heart is going to hear that and kind of feel for you and and hopefully treat you better because it's just. At the, I, at the end of the day, I get it. It's high school kids. Uh, some of them don't know better. Some of them just are being led in the wrong direction about it. But at the same time, it doesn't make it right justify it. So that's why I say like, give you your props because for you to go through that, especially like I said with the disability, like I yeah. think even with a disability, that's even a little bit harder because you don't really understand why yeah. they're doing it because like it's like it's very like they're doing it as a joke, but you're the way you're seeing it. Maybe you, I don't know if you can tell me like are you seeing it like as more malicious? Like damn, like that's messed up. Like why are you doing that? Yeah, yeah. So and, like, and I think the more messed up part was I did tell them that I uh, on my high school team I did tell them about the learning disability. Yeah, and I think that's where uh, I messed up because they even started they took money, took advantage of it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, like I said, they they were lucky you weren't on our block. I would have defended you. Thank you. I Shut got up. you. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't even save when people on our own team. <laughs> That's we're not talking about we're not talking about, we're not talking about twenty-seven year old Shiloh. I'm talking about seventeen and eighteen year old Shiloh. I was still a protector of the people. <laughs> when Matt was freaking <laughs> Matt, Matt was facing off against a grown man. I no, that was Kyle Parkinson was not a grown man. Oh, <laughs> what did you what did you do for Kyle Parkinson, Matt Shiloh? I played the fifth. Yeah. It was good, good times. <laughs> Imagine I just had no comment. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. You're out there, Kyle. <laughs> we love you. We will meet again. Uh, oh my god. And hopefully, you're not too liberal. We <laughs> <laughs> like that. Might, one. might be able to have conversation. All right, well, so going back, so now, like, kind of present day, obviously, you're still mm-hmm. Mr. Smooth. Yeah. You talked a little bit about it, but, like, going out to clubs, mm-hmm. kind of partying, and re- that's probably kind of, like, uh, our big thing, too, was, like, when we first met you, yeah. the big thing for, like, me, I make this joke, because yeah. uh, you were dancing around, Yeah. and, I like, you just, like, you just dancing <laughs> on the gym, like, going hard, and I remember me and Shiloh, like, before we even talked to you, I was like, I know where he's at. I was like, he's at the German nightclubs. <laughs> I was like, that's where he's at. <laughs> and then for my first initial reaction, you're over here telling me what you're listening to, and I'm just like, yeah, you're for sure at the German nightclubs. <laughs> yeah, because the reason why I went up to you guys, I forgot, it was one of you, you were uh, nodding at me, and usually when I see two <laughs> yeah, that was me. <laughs> and usually when I see people nodding at me at the gym, I'll go up to them and say, what's up? Mm-hmm. No, I'm glad we met. Like I said, cause we saw. I was, it looked like a full month that we were there before we actually talked to you. Yeah. And like once we talked to you, I was just like, damn, like this guy's really, really cool. And like the more like I said, dude, like you're part, like you're part of our routine. Mm-hmm. Where like I think it was yesterday. Like yeah. I didn't see you for the first time. I'm like, where the hell is smooth at? <laughs> <laughs> oh but oh but John 
John had a good, good, good feeling about where Smooth was. Yeah, and ended up being right. So. I did. Yeah. But yeah, no, I do like you. Like I said, we always, me and Shiloh, always have fun talking with you. There's always, it's always something. Like I said, there's only one person that says stuff out of pocket, and I look at that and just shake my head, and it's Shiloh. And now, and now it's you. <laughs> yeah. <There's, laughs> yeah. You can elaborate. If there's one person going to say something, like, and you're just going to shake your head. It just, it, like, there's sometimes that it just comes out so wrong. But, like, if you decipher it, you can go, okay, I understand what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Like, you can't be saying that. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that, like, that, that's me. They're, they're, I don't know if, if I want to say, say this one, but, like, <laughs> There's quite a few, man. No, I don't I won't say <laughs> Let's just say there's moments where Shiloh just has intrusive thoughts, and they're not thoughts. He just says them out loud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Nocturnal was the king of that. And like I yeah. said, we'll, we'll, we'll harp on that one in, in a little few well, seconds. Well, I was thinking about that, so like the whole dance book, I, I got some texts. Hmm? Who are you DMing? Oh, my mom. Oh, my mom. <laughs> 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 I love that. See, it was smooth here real, real quick, everyone. Like I said, this is my, if there's ever a more innocent side of me. No, 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 no. Mind you, of course, you're still you, you know, you still got your, you still got your smooth operator status. But if there is a side of me to where you are just so pure. Mm-hmm. So, so the meaning of pure is just like you, you come into everything with just with no intent except for you, your loving life. You know, you want people to be happy. You want yourself to be happy. Everybody you interact with. I mean, people, when I say this man talks to at least 50 people in the gym before he even stretches, it is the truth. This brother says hi to everybody. EVS worker. Uh, the girl all the way down that doesn't like nobody. Like the, the big junkie dude that just got off three steroids. Like you're saying hi to everybody, bro. And I'm loving it, dude. Like I gotta ask you about certain people, you know. Like I, you're like you're my little investigator about some women, yeah. man. I don't know. That was my favorite thing with Shiloh. Yeah. Dude, this is how I knew Shiloh. Uh, Shiloh was gonna be friends with you. <laughs> this was Shiloh. Was like, damn, we talk to some more women than me that I talk at the hospital. <laughs> I was like, yeah, like, I got a pump on rookie number seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have a rival. <laughs> yeah, well, actually. What it goes back to is back to my uh, uh, travel ball coach because he's always the one that was always teaching me when you see a teammate down, you always have to go cheer him up, fire him up or whatever. So every time I'm, I'm in there, since I'm not always on the mound because you can only have one person on the mound every time, uh, most of the time you're, you're always on the dugout. So every time when I'm in the dugout, uh, the job that I, I always took on that, I, I always loved it, and I was firing up my teammates. So every time we were up to bed, you could hear me yelling from the top of my damn lungs. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, hey, better, better, hey, better, better, stay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then every time when the my team always... Yeah, firing them up or seducing them. <laughs> <laughs> every time my team was always mellow, my coaches always say, um, well, on my travel ball team, they say, hey, go fire everyone up. And then in college baseball, they always say, smooth, go fire them up. Smooth time. <laughs> and then I'll be like, all right, got you, cook. Would you? And that's where I think why I talk to everyone in the gym, see how everyone's doing. Because every time I'm there, I always see someone uh, smiling every time I go up to them. No, you do. My guys, you you are you. Yeah, because I always like uh, firing people up. 
It's just, yeah. I guess, part of who I am. I'm, I'm one of those people. Because every single time I talk to Smooth, I'm just like, I get life. I get life. I could be I could be having a shitty day, not wanting to be there. I'll talk to Smooth. <laughs> people are like, what is life? <laughs> yeah, because he's... Smooth is guaranteed going to tell me one out-of-pocket story that I needed of the day. That yeah. I'm just like, wow. And, and, and like, Shiloh's like, my gas got siphoned, but damn, Smooth, all right. <laughs> yeah, that, that literally did happen the other day. <laughs> yeah, my gas got siphoned. <laughs> I had a few interactions at work the other day. And then I came right to you, Smooth. <laughs> And you made me happy. Man. You made me forget that I was on E. <laughs> man, I, I love that for you, man. Um, so what's it called? So what is it um, about the gym? Because like I said, man, you're not you're not there for one hour, brother. <laughs> there for, well, well back then, I, I'm always there for five hours uh, for one main reason. Uh, because uh, my uh, last year playing uh, college baseball, I tore my labor in my shoulder, and I had to go into uh, surgery. And when I uh, did, uh, when they were trying to repair me the first time, they said, "Oh, yeah, we're gonna find the torn labor. It looks like you're all good." And I was like, "What?" But they found some other small stuff that wasn't really that bad. And then went throwing again, and they said uh, on the uh, scan, it said, "Yeah, your labor is torn." And then that's when they sent me to the uh, sports medicine specialist. And what do you say? I'm glad that they sent me to her because every time I was talking to her, I, uh, since it's hard for me to explain uh, stuff most of the time, and she knew my background because every time I go to a doctor, they know what you have and stuff. Uh, she, she knew what I was uh, talking about too. And uh, when she did uh, when she did the, the surgery on me, what do you say? Um, she found the torn labor, and I was like, oh, okay, thank you. But what do you say? When she did, she found a few uh, other stuff wrong with my uh, shoulder, too. Uh, bone spur. Mm. Um, this is a wear and tear from probably a lot of throwing, right? Yeah, and some, some other stuff, and she repaired it. And every time I went back to her, she was always taking really good care of me. Uh, care of me. So I always say that she's one of the best doctors I ever had, and... I always say I wish I would have been sent to her first because I felt like I wouldn't be in, um, in the situation I am now uh, if I would have been sent to her first. Yeah. Because every time I, I had a progress report, she would always uh, help me with more stuff out and stuff. Because uh, during the second surgery, I lost my range of motion for five months. Oh, man. Damn. It took... Well, I, I think I got most of it back in the first month, because in the first month, probably got about, uh, give or take, probably about 50%, maybe a le- little less than that. But yeah, it took me five months to get back to 100%. And what do you see? And when it first came out of surgery, since it was uh, December, uh, a countdown <laughs> was happening. And I was like, uh Crap, I don't know if I should ask the doctor this, but I was like, screw it, I can't because I love going to rapes. It's me, it's my type of music. And the two weeks passed by, it was the 22nd. She was like, all right, looks like you're doing good. You just need to move it around. And then my very last question to her was, I was like, hey, so doc, listen to me. So can I go to this rave next week? And 
And she was like, honestly, yes. And uh, nothing major happened. I was like, oh, damn. And I was like, for sure. Thank you. <laughs> so that's, that's all the validation you needed. Yeah. You and, Let me go to countdown. And, and I, I went to countdown. I'm not going to lie. It, it did kind of hurt me a little because I didn't have my full range of motion. And... What do you say? And doing countdown, I was hang, hanging out with my uh, uh, with my uh, Ray bro, and w- with her, uh, it looks like there was a mosh pit uh, starting, and she went into a mosh pit. And since uh, there there was this, uh, uh, other ladies in the group that didn't want to go in, I was with them. I was like, oh crap, my damn shoulders! So I was just protecting the damn ladies because I was about to go in there with a coming out of surgery, going in there, mess it up again. And so I was just standing back looking. I was like, damn, ain't gonna lie. She was making that mosh pit look fun. I was like, I want to join him, but I know I can't. Yeah, you would have. <laughs> because I always say, my my Ray bro and I, we always have the same intense high uh, 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 energy. Because in the uh, rave uh, fam that I, I'm in with her, we're always leading the energy up here. And then the others will start going with us. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> Yeah, we did. I, I saw that live and in person. This man was ready. He was up. <laughs> I was stuck. He was up. <laughs> Where were you? <laughs> I was stuck too. <laughs> I was kind of stuck. <laughs> yeah, with these raves I go to, I always tell people, um, uh, he said, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, drink a little when I'm there. If not, I'll do it sober because it's still my type of music that I love, so I can still do it sober. And I tell the audience your your drink of choice. Yes, <laughs> we, they need to know what the smooth the smooth drink before rave consists of. Well, I started back uh, nocturnal of last year, so what do you say? Since I was 20, uh, 21 last year for nocturnal, I decided to go buy some drinks, and I thought in my mind it's probably going to be like fourteen, fifteen bucks. I was way off. It was double the price. It was 30 bucks for a normal drink. I was like, damn. And I, of course, I was with a, a friend and I was uh, buying her and I a drink and spent $200 on us. I was like, damn. I was like, I'm never doing that crap again. So, so that's when I, I learned quickly. When I went to escape the very next month, I said, you know what? I'm going to go buy my own bottle. And I did. And I was like, you know what? I'm buying this Pink Whitney. <laughs> and I did, but how I drink it, um, I'll pour it into my flask, uh, a little bit of Pink Whitney. Back then, it was just Pink Whitney and normal uh, lemonade because Pink Whitney is just pink lemonade and vodka. But yeah, so I mixed them two together, and man, I ain't gonna lie, it slaps. It's really good. And, and, and now every time I sneak it in, and every time I go with a, a new people to rave, like I did with you guys, um, uh, they'll be surprised because they'll be like, hey, dude, I don't think you sneak that in. And I'll be like, watch me. I'm smooth. He did this at Nocturnal. I remember this. <laughs> like, that, that, that flask is as big as a baby's arm. I don't know how you got it in here. And I said, the, the, the trick is, well, well, at least back then, I, I my flask was darker. It, it was black. So I snuck the damn thing straight through. And it was since it was busy, I snuck it straight through. They didn't even notice. But now, since I, I lost it because I threw it into the crowd and I don't remember <laughs> where I went. 
So somebody got hit with a metal flask out there, so I had to go buy a new one. And <laughs> now you're on some fucking demon. <laughs> you all are talking about stuff. <laughs> so I, I, I end up losing them. You're fucking primal. <laughs> <laughs> I, hold on, hold on, before you go, what set, do you remember where you were at when you threw that? What? Yeah, who made you throw that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was at Escape last year, and the set? Subtronics? I, I don't know who I was watching. Oh, that was Subtronics. <laughs> it's understandable you don't know who you Because you threw an empty flask. Yeah, yeah, because I drank the whole thing. It was really good. <laughs> it was really good. It yeah. is. This one's got me freaking coming up with a little, like my own little drink with Pink Whitney now. <laughs> so, uh, uh, did you see Pink Whitney and it just like, connect, you just connected with it? Or like, uh, you, like what made you pick up Pink Whitney? Uh, honestly, uh, one of my, uh, uh, this, uh, what do you say, this, uh, the girl that I took to Nocturnal since she had another friend, and I got her friend's phone number because over there, you need each other's phone numbers to get in contact with each other because it looks like, she couldn't call me because service was horrible. And then her friend got uh, in contact with me. I was like, cool. Then, what do you say? Uh, I forgot she was paying for drinks. And I said, I'll pay you back once I get back home because I have no service right now. And I said, I, I owe her. Uh, well, she said she'll do a Pink Whitney New Amsterdam. Then I looked that uh, thing up. I was like, no, this looks good. <laughs> and then I picked one up for myself. <laughs> Always a girl. Always a girl. <laughs> it goes back to a female. Yeah. But yeah, but um, ever since then, there's just been Pink Whitney because I knew that was a drink that I could actually drink. Now tell them what you do with the Pink Whitney now. That's just... <laughs> yeah, so now... Oh, actually... Um, uh, actually, back how I sneak my flask in because now I have this bright damn orange where it's a neon bright orange. You can't miss it. And uh, I forgot what rave it was. Uh, I was trying to sneak it, just nonchalant, just acting normal and stuff. Uh, I got caught uh, one time, and the security guard says, is there any water in here? And I said, no. And he said, shake it. I was like, oh, crap. So I shook it. I was like, okay, yes. Don't hear no damn liquid in here. Then after that, he said, all right, open it. I was like, damn. Then I open it, then all you see is freaking Pink Whitney. <laughs> Pink Whitney had lemonade in there. And then he says, what is that? And I lied to well, well, a partial lie. And I said, Pink Lemonade. And he says, is there any alcohol in there? I said, no. And we kept going back and forth for a good minute, too. And then he told me to drink it. And I just put the cap back on and walked right past <laughs> 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 because I was like, I I'm saving that. this for the rave. He's like, not for right now. I don't get paid enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you give a fuck that much, I don't get paid. Uh, Everyone else in here is off their fucking rocker. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, this man can take his pink lemonade. Because, <laughs> because I just kept lying and said it was just pink lemonade, no alcohol in there. Oh my god, that's but, amazing. But ever since that that uh, uh, that day. Now, I always bring a jacket and wrap it up. And when I wrap it up, it just looks like I'm carrying a jacket and you can't see no orange out of there. And now when they check me, they don't see it. They check me You're right. so cool. And <laughs> I have it there with me. I show everyone. I was like, hey. It's so green. I love it. Like, he's so like. <laughs> this reminds me of all the stuff you used to do. <laughs> I 
like so, bringing in whole bottles to fucking uh, um, Romanos. Yeah. <laughs> For what? <laughs> we didn't want to pay, man. Because that's just ridiculous. Like, it's $200 to get me drunk. It yeah. <laughs> I was talking about... Thirty. Was it was it you or Shadow? I was talking about. I was like that Chase ATM used to fucking get money out of me. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> hey, bro. Yeah, that Chase ATM, hey, bro. You want to go pull some money? I'm gonna go pull a hundred. Now the time. No, I was just saying now the time to pull out forty. Yeah. Uh huh. Amen. Put that on a. Put that on a little ball. Hey, you got 40? I got 40. Oh, hey, you got 40? <laughs> you got 40? <laughs> and I'm, I'm not going to lie. I always tell people uh, the experience with the drinking experience at the uh, raves. Because I used to like, yeah, as soon as I found out it's $30 over there, I was like, yeah, screw that. I was like, I could go buy a bottle for ten bucks, which is my pink Whitney, ten dollars right there. Oh, a bottle. Wait, well, what? well, they raised it up a dollar. Now it's probably like eleven, twelve bucks. You know? <laughs> oh man! But last year it was ten bucks <laughs> for a whole bottle. Right now, yeah, uh, with all these prices, inflation. Going. Yeah, it's it's going up now, but it's still better than paying thirty dollars. You had me a pink Whitney, and then you told me the price, and I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> it's in glass, though, right? What do you mean? Is it a glass oh. bottle? Yeah, the same okay. glass bottle. As long bottle? as it's not plastic. No. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's fair. It's it's if it's in glass, uh, I'm not wrong. I, I might I might fucking take a drink. But like that I just know myself. I'm gonna, it's gonna take too much and I'm gonna get hungover. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I just gotta go straight. Yeah. Or the most minimal like the most minimal mix possible. Hey, I've been fucking with your mules. Your mules? Yeah. Those, yeah, those are like my mock mules. Yeah. Those are not like my good ones. Yeah, those are just to get the job done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need, I need one of those tonight. But yeah, so back to the question that you originally asked me, what I mix my uh, Pink Whitney with nowadays. Honestly, I just thought of it back in Nocturnal because um, the thing that gave me the idea for it was, uh, I guess, the Liquid IV Tropical Punch because I was always drinking that. And I was like, damn, you know what? I, I said this would be good with my pink Whitney. <laughs> and so at, at this rave, I did a little bit of pink Whitney, a little bit of lemonade, a little bit of NOS, and a little bit of Tropical Punch Liquid IV. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I was like, this glass. Fucking four logo. Goddamn genius. <laughs> I know, and and, <laughs> and, and I gave my uh, drink to uh, uh, to one of my boys I played college baseball with. We're, we're pretty close. He goes to Raves too. And uh, day one, uh, I asked his own girlfriend if he wanted uh, uh, a drink uh, uh, out of uh, the stuff I mixed with, and she said yes. I was like, here. She drank it, and I asked her how did she like it, and she said, yeah, that was better than the last time I had it. She said. <laughs> Liquid IV. This is what I love. It was like, this is some shit that I would be doing like back when I was 20 or 21 years old. Like, that's what I'm just like. <laughs> so, yeah, it. with that liquid IV, you won't get that much of a hangover, too. I beg to differ, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> because it was supposed to hydrate you, but with all I understand. Very minor buffer. That concoction. Yeah. <laughs> 
I just like a justification to the concoction. Yeah. It's like, so I know I'm totally dehydrating myself yeah. with this NOS and alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. And, and the... So you and, don't feel bad about it. <laughs> and actually, the, the reasoning behind the, the NOS, uh, uh, NOS uh, 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 energy drink is because, well, at least to me, it tastes like passion fruit. So, uh, with lemonade and tropical punch, there's citrusy. So, it's all citrus flavors in there. So yeah. it was a good mix. That's why I did not slip a little pick me up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, so so we've been talking about this. So are are you ready for a ready for a little bit of hand dog? Oh shit. Huh? A little bit Hen- of hand a little bit of Hennessy. You uh, wanna rock with you me? Gotta, you gotta have Hennessy to make oh. Hennessy. Yeah, I'll try a little Hennessy bit of fried. it. And because usually with those type of drinks, I can't do it because usually when I try to drink it, I always try to throw it back up. So I gotta do this. Because even if I smell alcohol, man, we all gotta do what we gotta do. Yeah, so I just have to. I'm not, not think about it. I'm not asking to kill Bob. I'm just asking to bring to bring out Genesee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You just have a few drinks. So yeah, so, and you gotta mix it because that's probably the only way I can drink it too. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna get you a little bit of Sprite. I'm gonna get you. A, oh. I'm gonna get you some Celsius. Hey, you know, no, honestly, you know what's fire huh. is Hennessy, like the original with the cherry Sprite. Oh, or, yeah, oh that sounds fire. Hennessy and Marinelli's apple juice. Yeah, that's fire too. Oh, so a little Henny and apple juice, man. Yeah. Oh, no one. If you guys like that, I, I have a drink uh, of my uh, uh, favorite uh, whiskey, uh, Crown Royal Apple. Uh, uh, so I do. Um, depending speak, on you're speaking on, his language right now. <laughs> you're speaking his that, language. That just sent me back to the beach. Yeah. And <laughs> the, depending on how uh, uh, strong or not strong you want it, I always ask. Uh, do you want it really strong? Then I'll put two ounces of the uh, of the crown apple. If you don't want it that strong, then just an ounce. Because I actually have the jigger, I think he called it, yeah, back at my house. I actually bought it. And then... <laughs> it's, it's what it's called. <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> Thank you for the clarification. <laughs> and then... For me, I'll do an ounce of crown apple and usually a green apple jolly rancher. I'll put that in there and fill the rest in with Sprite or 7-Up. Oh my god. And everyone loves it the way I make it because with the- That's actually really, really Because the way I make it, I melt the jolly ranchers together and put it in there. Dog, he's a mix of you too. Like this was a big. He's like all three of us, obviously. <laughs> and, I, and every time um, my mom has her, you say, coworker parties at her house, I always bring out the crown apple and I always say the drink I make, and they they all love it. The smooth tender. <laughs> yeah. The smooth tender. I like that. I really like smooth tender. I want. To, I actually want to try that. And I also say it doesn't have to be green apple jelly mixture. It could be. Uh, watermelon Jolly Rancher or snack. the Cherry Jolly Rancher whatever Jolly Rancher of your choice I say uh, I'll go get it and mix it in there it doesn't have to be the green apple I'm going to hold you on I'm going to try this what if, I'm going to have you make that what if we host something to where Matt's a bartender Smooth's a bartender <laughs> fuck it I'll be one <laughs> and we just have it somewhere. so we're going to be bartenders drinking our own booze <laughs> <laughs> basically just pre-game <laughs> And I'll tell you what, I'm not much of a whiskey drinker. And the only two whiskeys I can drink is Jack Daniel's apple and the Crown Apple. That's oh, it. I, I really like Crown Royal. Crown Royal, I really, really like. Yeah. <clears throat> Jack Daniel's. Uh, I was, me and Jack. I had to part ways with Jack yeah. Daniel's. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 actually, I got a story about the Jack Daniel's apple, how I fell in love with that drink. 
Because All right, let's move. Well, I have some bad news. We're <laughs> limited on time. All right. I'm, so, I'm sorry. We're limited on time. We, we're we killing it this one, but this is definitely something to where the people will know you'll be back. Yeah, you'll be back. All right, yeah. No, you got you got a little bit of time. I I I don't no. think we have time for another story. That's why. Yeah, because for the Jack Daniels Apple, I was at uh, my uh, favorite nightclub. Um, Tom. Uh, no. Uh, Academy. Uh, Academy LA, and and they do special drinks there. Yeah, you um, told me about these. And and, <laughs> and they're different every month. They change them. And one of the drinks during uh, November, it was called sour apples something and it, and it tells you the ingredients it was jack daniel's apple spray and some lemon juice drank it i didn't think i was honestly gonna like it. i didn't know why i bought it i just bought it that sounds pretty good yeah but um it's because i drank the original jack daniel's yeah and I, I don't like it. it's too yeah. strong for me it tastes gross but had that i was like damn this stuff's max right here. <laughs> like another. And then you saw that past year, like, okay, I'm going to win. <laughs> well, yeah, well, actually, uh, <laughs> uh, when I go out to these nightclubs, Exchange, Time, Academy LA, I only have one drink, maybe two if I'm not feeling it, but mainly just one because I, I drive, so I know my, my limit. Yeah. So that's why at these raves, I always fill up my flask a, a little heavier because I still got the whole day to sober up because I'll drink it. Uh, Escape. I'll drink it at 4 p.m. Then I'll probably get sober around 10 and still sober up around 2 because I'm yeah, for sure. Two. Especially but, all the dancing, yeah. the walking, you know, all your, your processing. Like, yeah, hey, uh, that's uh, it's easy to sober up in that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And plus, uh, that's honestly the only time you actually see me drinking is just at a rave or at a club. Anywhere else, I'm drinking. Yeah, I saw you drinking at a terminal. <laughs> Like yeah, like or whatever. Smooth, real quick for the people before we head out. There was one thing at Nocturnal that you surprised all three of us, my friend. Yeah. While we were driving home, oh, yeah. <laughs> sir, we we are concerned. So, Mister Mr. Matt was generally like, before I called you, well, Matt was like, I hope he actually got home okay. Dude, like when I'm on psychedelics, I become very, very, very concerned for people's well-being. Yeah. Like, I'm because I think sometimes like when I'm going through it the most is when I ask everyone else if they're okay. Yeah. Because I think I'm like kind of asking myself if I'm okay. Yeah. Because my reality is just kind of like holy fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so I'm like, you guys are okay, right? <laughs> and so like, uh, but I do become genuinely concerned for people. Yeah. Like, and so like, and that was my first time meeting him, and obviously yeah. I love the dude, and I'm like, okay, like. Like, I really hope this motherfucker makes it. Yeah, like, yeah. like I, don't, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And then when we call you, that shit just like... <laughs> what the fuck? Smooth. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever done that. <laughs> I've, I've never done that. Because after I left you guys, I remember John saying, call me uh, when, he, uh, uh, when I get home. I was yeah. like, all right. But I wasn't home at the time. That's why I called you. That's why I called you. Yeah, so so um, sm smooth. I want you to pick up the phone. We're we're gonna do a little reenactment real quick. <laughs> hi, hi, smooth. What's up? Hey, bro. Uh, did you make it home on time? I'm not. I'm not home yet. I'm actually at the gym right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was at the gym. My reaction was, <laughs> where? 
about to jump for what? <laughs> um, a, for two two reasons. One, just to talk to to my buddies there. Two, I I have a small gym crush that just arrived as soon as he called me too. I do remember that. I was just like, <laughs> after a rave. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, not, more not, power to you for that. Yeah, but not my gym crush anymore. We're, we're just friends. <laughs> just to clarify on that. We didn't talk to say who she was. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, 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 I leave names uh, uh, out. Not good. Good. Anonymous. No face, no case. Yeah, the, the only names I brought up were my. Uh, <laughs> the only names I brought up were my uh, best friends. That was it. But everything else, I left anonymous. Why is there a cage, fellow? Yeah, I don't know. But <laughs> all right, guys. All good. All done. Yeah. yeah, we're getting right there at the at the tipping point. I I'm my computer about to die. Darn. So again, thank you for coming on. This has been a great <laughs> fun episode. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Thank, thank you for you, sharing. Bro. Oh, you're a, welcome. Quick it, little sidebar. Yeah, it's all his old fucking teammates. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, he's with the big dogs yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. so, All right. So we're going to sign off then? Yes, indeedy. Your boy John here. It's your boy Shiloh. Your boy Matt. Your boy Mr. Smoothie. A Man. wink, wink. Thank you, thank you. And as always, be safe. Thank you for rocking with us, viewers. And God bless you. Love you.